Anna, the fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports powered by Automotive Color and Supply. We're almost to the middle of January. January 14th. No snow on the ground or anything like that. Looks like it's going to be perhaps a sunny day. You, right? I mean, that we, we've seen the sun this morning, and it seems very... Um, I wasn't used to seeing... Frequent. Yeah, I, used, I wasn't used to seeing the sun in my commute from Grable, and uh, that was a, kind of a welcome sight. But anyway, hey, welcome into Talking Sports. That voice you heard was that of Mr. Justin Kenny uh, from OPS and outside the huddle.net. Uh, Dad extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, in, in all kinds of other things, too. So Yeah, throw everything else. Just yeah. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Not so, good at any of them. And just, uh, yeah. How about Caleb and Kenny? You ever heard of that show? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Monday through Friday, 7 to 9, right here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I have it locked on that. And uh, you are always with me on my commute to work downtown. Oh, so. Well, appreciate it. Well, you know, it's, uh. Hey, one local sports in the morning. That's great. So, thank you, sir. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, the well, one person's listening. Well, I don't listen all the time. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> oh crap! Yeah. Oh yeah, you know. So anyway, hey, it's a Saturday after a Friday Comet hockey game, and so just like in the past, K's are winners on the road in Wheeling last night, beating the Nailers. Well, Anthony Petrozelli beat the Nailers 2-1 to one with his two goals. And, um, boy, this is a busy weekend, a big weekend for them. Kind of a, uh, you going to do it or not? Uh, they, they had wheeling last night, and this is all within the division. Yeah. Go to Toledo tonight and, uh, and play the walleye. And they've, uh, you know, last week they have to avenge that 8-2 to two, uh, beating at the hands of the walleye. But then after that, have Indy, the fuel, the uh, division-leading fuel, coming in tomorrow to the Coliseum for a 5 o'clock start in that one. So Definitely uh, a pivotal weekend for the Ks. Yes. Off to a good start. Well, we'll talk to Michael Franke just a little bit later on in the show and uh, talk to him about, you know, what, uh, what went well with the Comets and uh, what's coming up in the uh, near future for uh, the K's as well, promotionally, et cetera, and then see what's going on. And we'll take your texts. If you have a question for Michael at 46862, that's 46862. If you wouldn't mind, put TS in front of the message. That way we'll know, hey, that one's for us. And uh, we will go from there. But all kinds of uh, activity, especially high school hoops last night, uh, conference tournaments, things of this nature. I, I heard that the ACAC tournament uh, is uh, going on currently, and uh, that's one of the longest-running basketball tournaments, 100-plus years. I 100 years this year. And and just, and, oh, I can recall when that used to all take place at the Coliseum. And, uh, and of course, the the ACAC championship game was Hilliard Gates and Dick DeFay. Yeah. On 
NBC 33, WKJG at the time. Ironic call letters uh, to this day, but <laughs> uh, my goodness, those were the glory days. And, of course, on the radio side, Len Davis from 1250 WGL was there working solo and painting a picture uh, that was so vivid in everybody's minds when they would listen to Len, whether that was calling football or basketball games. But um, anyway, all kinds of uh, activity. We're going to get to the scores in just a moment. How about those Purdue Boilermakers and uh, in beating Nebraska last night? Uh, Fletcher Lawyer. Oh, nothing big. 27 points. Oh, Fletch going off? I'll tell you what. Edie double figures again as well. And, and Gillis had double figures. Smith was in double figures too. So uh, fun to watch. Now, IU <laughs> as a test today. Fun to watch for Purdue fans or <laughs> IU haters. Now, Connor Asijin. Yes, coming to the Assembly Hall. Comes, yes, come to Assembly Hall today with the Wisconsin Badgers. And uh, Connor, out of Central Noble, is, well, let's just say turning heads in the Big Ten. Uh, having uh, uh, often coming off the bench, but still. Uh, the microwave heats up quickly, and uh, he's uh, making big contributions to that Badger basketball program. So it'll be interesting. I believe that's a national TV audience today on CBS at it 1 o'clock. It is at 1 o'clock. So a chance for the Indiana Hoosiers to show something positive that we haven't seen in quite some time. Indeed. And, of course, the Indiana Pacers uh, dropped a 113-111 decision to the Atlanta Hawks last night. Uh, this, six Pacers in double figures. And, of course, Tyrese Halliburton uh, uh, not in action uh, two weeks plus. He is out and just shows uh, his value to the team. But, you know, when Ben Matherin steps up then and uh, in O'Shea Brissett, former Mad Ant, 17 points last night as well. So uh, we, will, uh, we will take a look. Now, the Pacers with, uh, I believe their win total is 23, if I'm not mistaken. They are within two wins of the entire season last year. Uh, with, uh, with in, in the win department, they won 25 games last year in the entire season. So just two wins away from that. So uh, to say that there's been a, uh, a, a Phoenix, a, a rebirth since the trade that uh, people didn't really care for at the time, uh, they sent Demonta Sabonis to Sacramento, um, and he's doing well there too. He's he's uh, typical Sabonis, doing uh, doing what he does best: score and rebound, double double machine there. So uh, that's it's always uh, interesting. So trade that's working out for both teams. So four six eight six two automotive color and supply text line four six eight six two. Please put TS in the front of your message if you will, and uh, we will. Take a look at the text and maybe get that on for you. Uh, high school hoops. Uh, did you attend any hoops games last night? No, I was not out last night. I was home putting a crib together as we are looking to uh, promote the two-month-old from a bassinet into an oh. upstairs crib. So that was my evening last night. I told you before the show, of course, once you put a crib together and it's where it's, quote-unquote, supposed to be, you're told that's not going to work. We need to rearrange the entire room. Mother knows best. 
Yeah. That's not what I said before the show, but... Uh, <laughs> we'll go with uh, it. Yeah, yeah. On the record, <laughs> yeah, so to speak. On the air, on the record. <laughs> yeah, mother knows best. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I had to follow from afar last night. And she had election. all kinds of logic, too, to oh, back sure. up her, that's not going to work. Yes, because this, that, and the other. And, um, yeah, so that, that's just one of those. You, you keep your mouth shut. You don't even mumble or murmur. No. It's, it's internally you're saying those things, but it's... it's yes, ma'am. Because yes, if you mumble... It's, excuse me, what? Yeah. What did you say? And then and if you say nothing, then that that's almost worse than saying what you were saying. But so. you know, I think sometimes nothing. And this is uh, this is husband uh, speak 101. Uh, sometimes just saying nothing will get you out of uh, a very negative situation. Yeah. Oftentimes, and just uh, now you can. Can chalk it up. You can file that in your internal uh, file. <laughs> this will come up again at some point. In your internal hard yes. drive. And, uh, you know, just remember that. I mean, if you need it uh, for a subsequent uh, communication breakdown or something, <laughs> uh, that you can use that. But yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's best to just yeah. keep it so the mouth of shutteth. So that was, uh, that was me last night. That was okay. keeping my mouth shut and moving things wherever I was supposed to go. They got a little gym in the, uh, uh, in the yeah. The he crib slept now. in the in in the crib last night. Now, of course, he was up at night, and and that was fun. But two months old, he actually for the first time slept overnight um, a couple nights ago. So then my wife was like, "Well, that'd be great if that he started like he's not doing no, that. that. That's not starting yet. So aberration. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Well, so. you were you were probably you came home and probably were telling him about your day. And then, yes. And then he started to nod off. No, 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 no. That gets better. Yeah. And, and you tell him about that. And then <laughs> and then he slept all night. He was exhausted uh, just knowing what dad does yeah, yeah. in the course of a work day. My goodness. Yeah, exhausted, bored, fine line. So You are like melatonin <laughs> to, to those. Whatever it takes. <laughs> 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line. Let's take a look at the basketball scores from last night. Uh, the boys' basketball scores in the ACAC tournament semis. It was Woodland all over Southern Wells, 67 to 25. And Adam Central beats Heritage in a good one, 43-36. The uh, title game will be tonight at 6 o'clock at Bluffton High School featuring the Warriors and the Flying Jets. Over in the Northeast Corner Conference tournament semis, it was Central Noble, uh, Eking out a 45-44 victory over the Lakeland Lakers. Prairie Heights loses to West Noble, 39-33. So it'll be West Noble, Central Noble in a battle of the Nobles uh, tonight at 7.30 at Garrett. Let's take a look at SAC boys' scores from last night. Homestead gets back on track after that stunning loss to Blackhawk Christian. Homestead prevails on the road at Snyder, 50-40. How about that one? Sure, about good bounce back by Homestead after being held to just 27 points against Blackhawk Christian earlier this week. That's the fewest points in 45 years for Homestead. So bounce back with a win at Snyder. They're they're one and eleven. The Panthers are, but they're still a difficult team to play. They're in most games that they play, and Homestead was able to get the win on the road last night to stay undefeated in the SAC. In other scores, it was Carroll beating Bishop Lewers 82-55. Concordia gets a 61-55 victory over the Southside Archers. It was Wayne 61, Bishop Dwanger 43. And in a dandy, 
It was Northside edging Northrop 74-73, and a school record for the Northside Legends was set last night in the game by junior Bronte Johnson. Yeah, well, we thought it was a school record. So 47 points, and I was like, man, I swear a couple of people had more than 47. So Sean McGee scored 49 Ah, okay. in the SAC Holiday Tournament one year, and Keon Brooks put up 52 in a game. So not a record, still very impressive, uh, but 47 points and, and winning free throws, too, that capped that game for Northside. They were down 15 points in that game at one point. And Northrop was just playing a, a sensational game last night and really running uh, with Northside. But a great night for Bronte Johnson, 47 points, 16 rebounds. Tom Allen, head coach of the Indiana Hoosiers, was in attendance uh, to see that game and, and likely liked what he saw from, from Tay-Tay. So, yeah, 47 points, very impressive performance, but not a record. Okay. Well, and, and he'd already received offers from Purdue – yeah, Purdue and Louisville uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, Louisville yeah. In, uh, in football. And then here he goes off for 47 in basketball. And it earlier in the week go, it has 30. Yeah. So a 77.2 game total. Uh, just uh, pretty incredible for this uh, multi-talented athlete. That's uh, uh, pretty incredible. It, you got you to gotta get out there and, and see these kids play because uh, they come through Fort Wayne, you know, Every once in a while, let's put it that way. In other scores from last night, it was Norwell beating Belmont 69-54. Columbia City uh, beats Huntington North 44-34. DeKalb, a one-point margin of victory over East Noble 52-51. New Haven, the same thing, 56-55 over Leo. And it was uh, Canterbury beating Lakewood Christian, uh, yeah, Lakewood Park Christian, uh, 49-34, Manchester 71, Wabash 60, Northfield a 56-42 winner over North Miami, and Whitco loses to Southwood 62-40. Congratulations on DeKalb. That's win number one for them this season. So now 1-10 on the year with that close win over East Noble. And uh, New Haven and Leo, that game went down to the wire as well, like you mentioned, Jim, and that's a good win for, for New Haven as they stay undefeated in the Northeast state. So when we look at undefeated teams remaining in the leagues, Northside Homestead in the SEC, Norwell, Columbia City, New Haven in the NE8. And next Saturday, we will get Norwell and New Haven. And next Friday, we will get Northside and Homestead. So the number of unbeatens will be... Uh, Diminished. Cut, cut down dramatically. Yes. Yes. Uh, some of the girls' basketball scores from last night in the ACAC semis, it was Woodland beating Southern Wells 50-19 in Jay County, a 72-31 winner over South Adams. Over in the northeast corner, it was Central Noble, a 59-37 winner over the east side Blazers. Fairfield, the Falcons get a 62-16 win over West Noble, and that game will be tonight, that championship tonight at Garrett. Other scores from the uh, Summit Athletic Conference at Homestead, uh, losing to Snyder, 68-62. Yeah, that, that was a huge game, too, for Snyder because when we look at the landscape of the SAC, you think, okay, Northrop's there atop on the girls' side, but who's that other team? And we felt who's like it was lurking, Homestead, yeah. yeah. And we, we had circled that Homestead and, and Northrop game at the end of the season as being that game to decide the league. But now Homestead and Snyder now each have one loss, and Northrop's sitting there at 7-0. and So congratulations to Snyder. 
had a long winning streak ended last week at Northrop, but bounced back in a huge way last night, getting that dub in overtime over Homestead. Great job by Reggie Tharp in his first year at the helm at Snyder. Other scores from girls basketball last night had uh, Concordia over Southside 71-41. It was Carroll over Lures 59-52. Wayne gets a 66-43 victory over the Bishop Dwanger Lady Saints and Northrop 91-30 over Northside. Edge the Legends. That was slightly less close than the boys game. I'm telling you. Uh, Northrop being such a, a, a special team this year. And, and you know, it's and it is we're we're just in the not even to the middle of January yet, but already yeah. uh, the the end is in sight for the regular season yeah. for girls basketball. Just a couple more weeks. And, we, and we're gonna be yeah, we're gonna be heading right into Hoosier Hysteria from the girls' perspective. And uh Northrop, I mean it you know how long will it take before they come up with a formidable foe that can stop? It's a great question, and there's a lot of really very good teams in the area on the girls' side. We talk about the boys' side, maybe it's lacking with those elite teams, but you look at Northrop, you look at Snyder, you look at Homestead, you look at Columbia City, you look at Warsaw, uh, you look at Norwell. I mean, all those teams have a potential to make deep runs in the tournament. And so on the girls' side, at least this year, I think we're very stacked locally in terms of the power teams that we have. Unfortunately for the area, a lot of those teams reside in the same class or will play each other in the first couple rounds of the postseason, so they'll knock each other out. But hopefully one can get hot and make a deep run. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862. Put TS in front of your message, if you will. Uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. Uh, do you buy bottled water? You go to the store, you buy it by the, the 24 pack or, you know, whatever it is. And then you load it in your car and then you unload it from your car, take it into the house, probably move it around again and again. And then you got the plastic bottles that are all over the place. Call Culligan today and ask about the reverse osmosis drinking water system. You can have it done right there at your kitchen tap. Bottled water, quality water coming right from your tap. It's that easy. They have systems that you can purchase. They have systems that you can rent. Not sure if you, you, you want to do go that route. You can rent. Very attractive pricing. Give them a call today, 484-8668, 484-8668. Reverse osmosis drinking water. You can drink with it. You can cook with it. You can, you can feed your animals with it. That's what we do at our house. And, and it pays off, believe me. Great, pristine, quality drinking water for everyone in the house. Give Culligan a call today, 484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise 
Specialized Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. The Super Wildcard Round of the NFL Playoffs kicks off with a special Saturday doubleheader. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. First, the Seattle Seahawks take on their NFC West rivals, the San Francisco 49ers. Then it's the Chargers and Jaguars from Jacksonville. Coverage begins at 4 p.m. Eastern. From the Wild Card Round all the way to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona, the NFL playoffs are right here on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Winning games and championships is fun, but the true purpose of high school sports is for student-athletes to grow as people, not just athletes. I'm Paul Knighty, Commissioner of the IHSAA. And I'm Dr. Katie Jenner, Indiana Secretary of Education. Hoosier teachers and coaches care just as much about how student-athletes are performing in the classroom as they do about how they're performing on the playing field. They understand high school sports are a tool to educate and shape the whole student-athlete, helping teens become the best versions of themselves. Our teachers and coaches don't just teach academic and athletic skills. They also encourage communication and collaboration, instill confidence, promote a strong work ethic, and so much more. To all our Hoosier educators and coaches, we are grateful for everything you do. Fans, buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and thank our educators for making education-based athletics possible. This is gratitude. This is appreciation. This is your IHSAA. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals. Because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. It doesn't take a brain surgeon to know ticks suck. But what you might not know is that they don't just suck blood way out in the woods. Those creepy little bugs can be anywhere all year long. And I do mean little. They can be smaller than the head of a pin. But big trouble comes in these small, gross packages. Even a tiny tick can make you super sick. So what's the most important tip to avoid getting bit? Well, duh, pay attention. Remember, ticks can be just about anywhere outdoors. Then spray attention with an EPA-registered insect repellent. Wearing long socks and other protective clothing is a good idea, too. When you come back inside, shower. And always remember, check for ticks everywhere. And if you do get a tick bite, don't panic. Tell an adult. And visit ticksuck.org to learn how to remove it properly. Ticks suck, but being outdoors shouldn't. Go to ticksuck.org for more information. Ticksuck.org. 
Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You don't know me. Always got to wait and hear Michael McDonald, his vocals. My wife, big fan of his. Wink. Anyway, welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, January 14th, 2023. Along with Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net and Caleb and Kenny in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so with all the things you're doing, I used to think I was busy. My goodness. Oi. Anyway, I, and I'm Jim Shovelin. I just I just sit here and, uh, and don't do a whole lot. Anyway, uh, welcome in. And um, you know what? Let's just go right to the Talking Sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because on that phone line is University of St. Francis Athletic Director Mike McCaffrey, and it's been a busy week for Mr. McCaffrey. Good morning, Jimmy. How you doing, my friend? I am wonderful this morning. Um, got to see a casted grandson uh, last <laughs> night. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, um, Boys are over here, at Queen of Angels, trying to get get one without him. But they're uh, obviously they're they're thinking about their buddy Caleb and hoping that he uh, heals up well and, and heals up strong. I, we we heard about it last night, so obviously thinking about our our little bud. Yeah, yeah, they're probably missing his big offensive production there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Carl. Anyway, uh, yeah, my uh, my grandson was uh, standing on the stage at school the other day after school and decided uh, he was going to jump off the stage and touch the back of the backboard. Boom. <laughs> and he did. Except the the landing. The, the landing. Uh, he didn't stick the landing. The landing stuck him. It landed on his wrist and broke it and dislocated it. And uh, he is uh, he had surgery yesterday, and he's now in a cast yeah. up past his elbow. So yeah. uh, best part was when Balin said that yeah they got it on the security camera. So I don't know if they're oh really watching. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So I don't know if Miss Rush apparently saw it on the security camera. So I'm like oh wow he's going to be like famous over there now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know because... if they were watching it on replay or on a loop or something to <laughs> to get some laughs yesterday. But yeah apparently it's on video. Well and I, I even asked him. I said you know I said uh, uh, we you know you you've got some shoveling blood running through your veins. I said and, and we don't jump well. Uh, <laughs> we we don't go vertical very well. And he said, hey, Grandpa, I got some hops. I, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure you do. But anyway, okay, there. Uh, the obligatory shout out, but PB update up out of the way, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, PB update there, uh, <laughs> taken care of. Talk about the video board that's going to be uh, going in at Evan Donnelly Field at Bishop John M. Darcy Stadium. Yeah, so uh, a few months ago, um, uh, our president uh, got into a conversation with um, one of the owners of the Fort Wayne Football Club uh, here in town and started talking about maybe hosting their home games uh, over at uh, our stadium. Uh, they've currently played at uh, Bishop Dwinger, but I think they were looking at well, some of the amenities, maybe some additional parking, a few hundred extra seats, and we're, you know, having a conversation about whether our stadium would be a good place for them. And as we got into it, obviously they saw we put new turf in last year. We're doing some renovations to our end zone suites to enclose them and make them a little more uh, luxury suite style. And I think all of that kind of started the ball rolling and, and really got us to a point where we were uh, entertaining the fact of having them over there. And then as they're 
ownership group got real close to signing a lease. Uh, one of the things they wanted to do was improve our scoreboard. Um, and so one of the owners, uh, Mark Music uh, of Fort Wayne FC, is actually purchasing the large LED jumbotron himself and donating it uh, to the university. Uh, so we'll have it. Uh, it's a two-year lease with an option for a third. They'll be here probably until their downtown or uh, stadium at some point is built is what I'm understanding. So it could extend out uh, beyond that. But, yeah, it's, it's great that they come in. They're going to put up a jumbotron, and then even when they leave, it's, it's ours. Uh, so it's going to add a huge element to our game day. It's going to be awesome. Uh, a lot of graphics, a lot of fun stuff we can do with it and just make it a, a much more fun environment for the fans to enjoy. So uh, we're super grateful. It's a, a fun partnership, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to kind of see them test out the scoreboard before we get it in the fall. So we're going to have our our staff at their games kind of learning how they're doing it so that when our seasons come around, we can take advantage of it as well. Oh, sure. And then, of course, the, uh, the added uh, – excitement of of when you bring recruits in you know the impressionable high school kids that are looking for a a place to play in uh in you know collegiate athletics and they see that as well and in as far as amenities that has uh, a lot to do sometimes with the you know banking decisions of of kids that uh if, if they have choices to make so uh yeah that that sounds like something uh just outstanding uh for the facility going forward um on the basketball side big big win by the cougar men last uh wednesday this past wednesday over marion 73 71 down in indy yeah yeah that was a big one uh we came off a a couple games we probably thought we should have won against uh taylor um and and i'm trying to think of the one that we played before that uh but anyway yeah big win down in indy uh, ashton johnson freshman uh, from right here in fort wayne stepped up big time uh, had a huge game probably his best game of the season and, and really just kind of took control late in the first half and uh, had it down to the end they had one shot from their uh, big transfer kid tayshawn cherry who uh, coming out of high school was a, a top 50 uh, five-star kid who ended up out in arizona and bounced around and now he's here married to tie it up but we, we ended up holding them off and, and getting a big win against the top 20. So we've got, I think we've got three wins over top 20 teams right now, which is great. Um, we're just kind of <clears throat> slugging around in the middle of the crossroads league right now. So hopefully we can put some wins together. We got another tough battle today down in Indiana Wesleyan for a double header. And then we turn around and play Marion again on Wednesday at home. And then Indiana Wesleyan in double header next week. So two big weeks against uh, two great opponents uh, traditionally and historically. So we're, We'll see if we can steal another one here in the next week or so from either Marion or Wesleyan. That's right. And, and, and of course, going back to football, too, uh, noticing through social media there have been a, a couple of commitments, uh, a couple of local commitments to the uh, University of St. Francis Cougars football program as well. So uh, yeah. things are things are looking pretty exciting from, uh, from the player standpoint as well. Yeah, no question. It's, uh, you know, our coaches are out there hustling and, um, you know, good to get local kids directly out of high school. And then I think we've got a couple local kids that maybe went somewhere else after last year and now mm-hmm. returning home to play. So this, uh, the way that the transfer world is in college athletics, it's, uh, it's hot and heavy. And if you're not playing in that, in that area, then you're going to miss out. So it's, it's nice to see that we are getting some of those kids to kind of bounce back from either division one or whatever it is to come home to St. Francis and play and, uh, getting the local kids, which we've always done, but it's nice when you 
you get a Bodie Dickerson and, you know, a kid I've known since he was in fifth grade and told him he was going to be a Cougar back when he was 10 <laughs> years old. And it's, it's kind of awesome to see him, you know, him and a Braden McInturf and some of these guys that I've known for so long coming to, to USF who've been in this precious blood CYO world. So uh, it's exciting. And I know the coaches are excited to have some of these kids too. No doubt about it. And, and, one at least at least one of the guys up on the press box is really excited about that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, Mike, thanks so much for joining us this morning, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. All right, that was Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar chat. And uh, what we're going to do? We're going to go ahead and uh, step out, take a little break, and when we come back. We'll, let's talk some Madden's basketball. There, I did it. Okay. Uh, I, I try to do it like the guy at the game, but anyway. Um, Not the same. No, no. He, he's just got that. Uh, anyway, he's got that something. I think it's. Oh, he's got something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doctor not Zavin, been identified Dr. Zavin uh, diagnosing yet, but he's got something. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to take a break and then come back and talk to Dan Vance. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Why? Why take a chance? Why risk a mistake? Why say something? We all have reasons why we choose to ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right. The word why can either paralyze us or empower us to stand up and protect what we love. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for my family. I see safe for my friends. I see safe for my students. We see safe for each other. I see safe because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. A why that unifies this community we're all a part of. So protect your everyday. Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something. I expect it to be a lot easier. I thought it was going to be a piece of cake. I didn't know what step to take next. I was transitioning from the military. I was a vehicle gunner. An avionics specialist. I was an MP, military police. My friends thought I could do anything. I missed my unit, my family. Playing with my daughter, I, I felt like a stranger. I was overwhelmed. I couldn't sleep. I just wanted to be by myself. I didn't have a clear sense of what to do next. I was too proud. And then I thought, if I'm going through this, other veterans have gone through it too, right? It started to open up. And it made a huge difference. So I reached out and I saw that I wasn't alone. Because before I was able to take on my next mission, I had to take on just taking care of myself. To find purpose. purpose. Go to maketheconnection.net to learn how other veterans have overcome the challenges of transitioning out of the military. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
you hear Peter Frampton? He's so polite. Thank you. Yes. Because that was the that was the crowd noise, the ambiance here. A lot yeah, of people yeah. in the studio watching this. This yeah. Frampton comes alive back in 1976. Do you remember? Oh, no, I don't remember. It. No, this no. Is, yeah. uh, Nor does no. the young man on the talking sports phone line powered by a fire police city kind of federal credit union because don't ever get his age wrong. That's all I'm going to say. It happened to me once. Really? And that's the last time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Anyway, hey, on the talk of sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is Fort Wayne Mad Ants, Director of Media Relations, Director of Social Media, Mr. Dan Vance. And good morning. <laughs> good morning, Joe. <laughs> uh, the under 40, Dan Vance. How's that? Yeah. See? Yeah. Did I redeem myself? I'm not, I'm not quite old like uh, your producer. Ouch, ouch, uh, ouch, ouch. It's coming for you, Dan. It's coming yeah, it for is, you. Yeah. I know. It's, it's closing in. It's uh, a year and some change. I mentioned that he was 40 once, and you'd have thought he oh. was shot <laughs> off of the chair he was sitting on. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway, yeah, but, you know, but my therapist says six more sessions, and I'm I'm past that. So, right, uh, great. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Hey, Mad Ants, why didn't you tell us about this G League All-Star game coming up? <laughs> I didn't tell you about this G League All-Star game, Jim, because uh, I, like most people, had no idea about it until it was announced on Thursday afternoon. So I'll be darned. <laughs> was, 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 was not the only one in the dark. It was fun to uh, interact with our general manager, Chris Taylor, uh, Thursday afternoon after I found out about it, uh, which was the first time he heard about it as well. So, um, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting to have a G League All-Star game back. It's been five or six years since they've played one. Uh, exciting to have the G League have some representation uh, at All-Star Weekend, which there has been in the past through some of the other events. You know, Cassius Stanley, who was with us in 2021, uh, then went on to the NBA dunk contest. Uh, the Yasuo Takumpo brothers have been involved. But to get a full representation for an All-Star game is, is really exciting. It's being played on All-Star Sunday, uh, 3 in the afternoon. Uh, so we're really excited and, and hoping to get some of our guys uh, involved and out to Salt Lake here in a few weeks. And... There is fan voting available, and it's not just one vote. You can vote almost on a daily basis, can't you? If you Tell yeah, us you about can, that. You can vote daily. Uh, so voting opened up yesterday at 9 a.m. Uh, and runs through February 3rd. So you can find links to that uh, at ftwaynemadants.com and across all of our social media platforms. Uh, find the link to vote. Go vote for your favorite Mad Ants. Vote every day. So the top 10 vote getters will uh, get into the game and then the league will select 14 more players. Uh, so 24 total players will be playing. So while we uh, are, are pretty confident that we have some guys that the league will consider uh, with those 14 choices, we'd love to get some guys in on the fan vote. So uh, we encourage everybody to go vote, go vote every day. You know, uh, it's kind of like the NBA voting where you get to pick two guards, two forwards and a center uh, through every vote. So, um, we encourage you to do that. And then once the game comes around, uh, the leading vote getter and a member of the G League Ignite will be named captain. And then they'll do like a, uh, a draft, kind of how the NBA has gone to with their picking of all-star teams lately uh, to determine what the teams will be here coming up February in Salt Lake. And, of course, if, if you haven't seen the Mad Ants yet and wonder, well, gee, are these guys all-star worthy? Come out tonight, 7 o'clock Mad Ants take on the Wisconsin Herd 
and uh, this should be a dandy. It's Dino Night. Tell us about that. It is Dino Night. So we have some uh, some great dino-themed stuff going on in the arena in our kids' zone. Uh, Tag Art will be out with their uh, their lifelike dinos. If you haven't seen them, they're, they're pretty cool. They were out at a game last year as well. Um, and the guys will be wearing special jerseys uh, that will be auctioned off through Dash Auctions, which you can also find on our social media uh, with proceeds benefiting associated churches. So the jerseys they're wearing tonight, chance to own one of those, game-worn, autographed, uh, memorabilia from the game, and uh, a big night. You know, we love our, our theme nights, and Dino Nights can be a lot of fun. And like you said, it's going to be a good game against the Wisconsin Herd. They're 3-2. Uh, they're and two. They actually just played last night uh, against Cleveland. Uh, it's a pretty solid team. We've we've played them twice already up in Wisconsin during the Showcase Cup portion and got wins in both of those games. But uh, a good team coming to the Coliseum, so it should be a fun night. Yes, it should. We're talking this morning with Dan Vance, Media Relations Director, Social Media Director of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, and our weekly Mad Ants chat. And, Dan, let's, uh, let's talk about the rest of the schedule as far as uh, games remaining in Fort Wayne. Now, uh, you know what some people don't know, the G League regular season uh, ends, oh, about the third week of March. Yeah, so uh, it, comes, it comes and goes pretty quickly. 32-game uh, regular season this year. So uh, the schedule coming up, obviously, tonight against Wisconsin, which, Jim, you don't even know this yet, but they don't have their two A's with them, so you do not have to pronounce <laughs> Sandro Mamishkulisvile at all tonight. But so, all that, um, all those hours I put in. <laughs> I, I, I gave you that roster a week ago, so you yes. can get ready. And then... You know, I guess blame the blame the Milwaukee Bucks. They uh, they have him up. So, um, yeah, with Wisconsin Herd tonight, uh, and then we head for a, our West Coast road trip, which we haven't done uh, since the 1920 season. Uh, obviously, we, the bubble season, and then we didn't do it last year. So, going out west next week, uh, chance to play the G League Ignite team for the first time ever, with games Monday and Tuesday out in Henderson, Nevada, and then Thursday in Salt Lake City, and then next Sunday, the 22nd back at the Coliseum for Star Wars night, another one of our theme nights, the one that, that's got Justin Kenny excited. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll be there. It's College Park and the return of a former Mad Ants coach, Steve Gansey, to the Coliseum as he coaches the College Park Skyhawks. And then we turn into February and home games on February 4th and February 12th in Fort Wayne. Uh, February 12th being a noon start time because Super Bowl Sunday uh, should be another exciting one. And then into March, March 9th is our afternoon or 11 a.m. I guess tip. It's our uh, our school day game. Yes, education day. Education day, which is always fun uh, to get the arena packed with with rowdy, rambunctious kids. Um, and then we are back against that's against the Motor City Crews, and we play them again on March 11th. Before wrapping up our home schedule on March 19th uh, against the same Wisconsin Herd team that we're playing tonight. And of course, the 11th is also Faith and Family Night with the Mad yeah. Ants, and uh, in proceeds from tickets. Uh, will benefit Destiny Rescue. And if you are not familiar with Destiny Rescue, uh, they fight against, uh, well, world trafficking of of children. And uh, your buying a ticket can help them uh, to rescue children globally. And it's uh, it's just a wonderful organization. And, And the cool thing about this is then we learn more about Destiny Rescue and their mission during the game, I mean, we will have uh, videos and there will be reads and there will be just uh, uh, FYI and facts about how you can help. And uh, it, it's so fulfilling when you can do something like that. But uh, 
Yeah, that's uh, I'm looking forward to March 11th and, and Faith and Family Night. Yeah, you know, every year Faith and Family Night is a is a great opportunity, like you said, to, to be able to partner uh, with a lot of the different organizations we partner with, Jim. Uh, Destiny Rescue on that night. I mentioned the Jersey Proceeds tonight going to Associated Churches uh, to have the opportunity to partner with so many great organizations that are Fort Wayne, uh, Allen County, uh, 260 regional organizations. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're here for the basketball. We're here for the, the entertainment. But, you know, a big part of what we do with the Mad Ants is to be involved in our community and, and try to extend our reach uh, as far as we can to as many different people and organizations and opportunities. So uh, Destiny Rescue, another one of those great organizations that we're, we're really proud to work with. Yes, and, and, and I've, I've said it many times before, but, uh, you know, it all starts at the top from the local level with Tim Bauman, our president, and, uh, and his wife, Kelly, who, when they came to town, they'd never been to Fort Wayne, Indiana in their lives. They came in here and jumped basically headfirst into all of the uh, the community not-for-profits and those uh, that, that can help, the Renaissance Y, the boys and girls. It, it just goes on and on. Uh, they're, they're associated churches. They're... they're level and depth of just getting involved in the community and how can we help, you know, and it, and it's not just us, but that's what a lot of people don't see under the surface is what these professional sports teams do for the community. You know, we heard with the giant video board, you know, the comments reach out, the tin caps reach out, we reach out. It, it's just that goes above and beyond just, Hey, let's go watch a game. It's, yep. it's just the, the, fingerprint in this community that, that we're all vested in it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's something that, you know, and as listeners should know by hearing you speak passionately about it, Jim, or we're passionate about it as an organization and uh, love to be part of the boards that people sit on the, the community experiences um, and, and the people that we can help. And at the end of the day, that's, uh, that's bigger than basketball and we love our basketball and we love uh, what we do on game day in the arena our fans but at the end of the day uh what can we do to have a a longer lasting imprint on the the fort wayne allen county communities uh and so that's a big part of it no doubt about it well dan tonight seven o'clock matt ants wisconsin herd and then uh next sunday the 22nd uh steve ganzi comes back and uh and that'll be a, a three o'clock so is that an nba tv game that is. It is going to air on NBA TV, so uh, definitely a, a big one for us to get the opportunity to air on NBA TV and, and showcase our, our great broadcast with Cameron Smolenski, our producer, and oh. John Nolan and Ron Howard and Kelsey Casper, our, our on-air team. So we're excited about that to get that opportunity to more globally uh, show what uh, a great broadcast team we have and what great broadcasts we can put on for the fans that can't make it to games. No doubt about it. I've watched other G League games. We are the best one there, but come out to the game and you could indeed be on TV from your seats. Hey, look exactly. at it that way. Yeah. Well, Dan, we'll, thank we won't you. put Justin in those seats. No, you don't want, no, he's, he's still, side. he's still wearing nah. that stormtrooper helmet. So, <laughs> and that's it. He's probably wearing it right now. He's probably wearing a stormtrooper helmet right now. Yes, he is. <laughs> that's why he sounds just a tad muffled. Yeah. Anyway, Dan, thank you. And uh, we'll see you in a while. Yeah, we'll see you, Jim. Thanks. All man. right. That was Dan Vance, Media Relations Director, Social Media Director of the Fort Wayne Madness in our weekly Madness chat. We're going to take a quick break and come back with a perhaps jubilant Michael Franke after the 2-1 K's win last night.
We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. The Super Wildcard Round of the NFL Playoffs continues with a special Sunday triple header. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. First, the Dolphins and Bills meet in Buffalo. Then it's the New York Giants and Minnesota Vikings. And the night finishes with the Ravens and the Bengals. Coverage begins at 12.30 p.m. Eastern. From the Wild Card Round all the way to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona, the NFL playoffs are right here. On Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Listen up. I have to whisper since this is considered the best kept secret in Fort Wayne. Coyote Creek Bar and Grill is a great place for lunch or dinner for anyone. That's right. It's open to the public and offers delicious food in a relaxed sports bar setting. Plenty of TVs with your favorite games, a relaxing view of the pond and golf course, and a variety of menu items to satisfy every taste. All right, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't keep this a secret. Everyone should experience lunch and dinner at Coyote Creek. It's not just for club members. Not only are you welcome, you're invited. Special prices like six domestic beers for $16 and daily food and drink specials. There's a family room, a private area for company meetings or parties, all in a relaxing sports bar atmosphere. Come for a business lunch or a family dinner, or just to hang out with the guys. At Coyote Creek Bar and Grill, you don't need to be a member. On Hillegas Road by I-69. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. School of the World is a community-driven nonprofit committed to fighting extreme poverty at its core in areas of Guatemala, Honduras, and Panama through the power of education. School of the World works in poverty-stricken communities with little to no access to education to build schools, playgrounds, stock classrooms, educate students, and empower parents to be their child's first educators. Domestic opportunities for students, families, and companies to create change are also available. Please visit schoolotheworld.org for more information or follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet, for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge many of us don't think about. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to see one veteran with special needs one time per year. Visit willyouseeonevet.org to learn more. That's willyouseeonevet.org. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. The Wild Cherry, play that funky music. I used to hear this blasting out of Michael Franke's 72 Cutlass back in the day. Uh, 
<laughs> when we drive by Bishop Lewis, probably know. still do when he's pulling into the Memorial Coliseum parking lot. That I wish very I same could. cutlass. I wish I had my eight tracks back, and then just the. Although it's hard to find matchbook covers <laughs> anyway to 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 slide those in there. But welcome back to Talking Sports, uh, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. Let's go right to the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union. Because on that Talking Sports phone line is a perhaps a jubilant. Michael Franke, big Friday night win last night. Actually, I had an 80 cutlass. Oh, okay. I had an 80 cutlass, but I was out of high school by then, and uh, it was a hack job. I bought it. They took the top off and put a convertible on it, so it was pretty cool. Wow, I guess. Yeah. And then, and then we look back. I, I, my first car was a 66 Chevrolet Bel Air, 283 eight-cylinder. I wish I still had that. You know, and yeah, you look back. First, yeah, my oh. first car was a '69 Chevy Corvair. Nice. Of course, uh, engine uh, in the back, band, and because the motor was in the back, and uh, so that I would be safe, <laughs> my dad put a uh, big trailer tire in the trunk up front in case I got in an accident. I said, "Oh, great! If I get in an accident now, I'll get killed by the tire." <laughs> Well, obviously that didn't happen. Thank no, goodness. And <laughs> uh, the tangents we can go on to, Michael. This is awesome. I love this. But anyway, hey, Comets, big win last night. Anthony Petroselli provides all of the offense necessary and uh, great goaltending. And the K's inside the division, well, get a four pointer. Well, it was big. Uh, you know, we'd. Uh... We'd been playing poorly again for the last week and a half or so, and uh, uh, we needed the win last night, and uh, it was a typical close-checking road game, which is what you have to play uh, when your back's up against the wall. And, uh, you know, we're still not scoring goals, uh, and that's troublesome. We have so much offense on this team, and we're not getting the goals scored. And... uh, you know, we got guys on this team that are, you know, that are very, very scoring prolific. And, you know, they're getting one shot a game on goal, two shots a goal game on goal. And it's just not happening. And uh, both of the goals last night, uh, one was a tip in front of the net by Petrozelli, And the other one uh, was kind of a gift. Uh, just slid through the goalie's legs. So, but we, you know, we got to get down low. Uh, you know, we've got some big bodies up front. That's where you score the goals. you got to go to the net. And uh, uh, I can guarantee you we're probably not going to give up one goal a game for too many more games here in the future until we get our D back. So we got to start scoring goals. But it was good to win. Anytime you win, it's good. Uh, and we'll see what happens in Toledo tonight. And then we have uh, Indy tomorrow night on uh, Martin Luther King game uh, night with the the cool jerseys. And uh, uh, we'll be raising a lot of money for local charity. So, uh, and then uh, next Saturday night, we got a big home game. And that's our last home game because, uh, as you know, <laughs> the circus comes to town. Yes, the circus comes to town every year this time. And uh, and all the teams hit the road. So, yeah. uh, it's all, uh, it's just part of life and we're in Indiana. Part of life in Fort Wayne. <laughs> yes, indeed. So it, it's going to be uh, 
you know, going forward, yeah, you pick your spots to get out to a Comets game and then uh, uh, listen to them on the road on 1190. Whoa, whoa, with Shane Alberani. And uh, now he's, he's got a color partner at times as well. And, and who might that be? It's Mr. Bean. Oh, really? Yeah. No, he does a great job. Uh, he does the home games, and uh, so uh, he does a great job uh, with Shane, and uh, he's very knowledgeable uh, uh, about the game of hockey, actually very knowledgeable, and uh, he, uh, he's got the East Coast accent, as you can tell. Yes. And uh, I think he enjoys doing what he does, and it's uh as you know, you've done games over the years, a lot of different sports. Uh, it's nice to have somebody with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Now, uh, we had a question by Mr. Justin Kenny. Uh, long-time listener, first-time yeah, caller. Yeah, yeah, so long-time first-time. <laughs> so, uh, Justin, I'll hand it over to you, sir. Yeah, Michael, my, my parents, they're down in St. Augustine as Snowbirds, and they're looking, and, and Savannah's got an expansion team this year, the Ghost Pirates. The K's going down there for a couple games in February, and I was doing some research for them, and I was I was fascinated to see that as of yesterday, the top, of the top eight teams in attendance in the ECHL, five of them are Jacksonville, Tulsa, Savannah, Orlando, and the Everblades just uh, near uh, Cape Coral at, down there in Fort Myers. So for, uh, f- I guess my everybody's thought, oh, it's a Midwestern sport, it's a Canadian sport. We're seeing a lot of, of good uh, fan bases in the south part of the United States in the ECHL, and I just kind of want to ask you if that's a bit of a surprise. Well, you know, it's, um, first of all, any organization that does well, it, it does well because there's a good plan in place. One of the problems that we've faced in this industry over the last, well, our 33 years, is a lot of times there wasn't a good plan in place. Number one, the Jacksonville ownership and the Savannah ownership are the same. Um, very good people. Bob Arabolo runs both of those teams. Veteran uh, hockey guy uh, knows what the heck he's doing. Uh, Craig Brush runs uh, the Everblades uh, down in Estero, Florida, and uh you know, he's been around for a long time. He knows what he's doing. He's a, he's a smart businessman. He's got a great ownership group. You know, Orlando, uh, you know, they're, they're run by the magic. Uh, so, you know, they do well, too. And, uh, you know, I think the thing we got to remember is that there's been such a migration of people from the north over the last 25 years in this country uh, you know, and I'm sure a lot of them were hockey fans. Uh, but more importantly, I think the owners, the, the, the way they've set these teams up down there, they've, uh, they've set it up. So people want to check it out. And, uh, you know, Savannah, uh, for a first uh, year team in their new building, uh, you know, they're averaging 60 some hundred people a game. And, uh, you know, the bottom line is they're doing it right. Uh, and, uh, you know they're they're making themselves appealing to the the customer base, and uh, you know I think that's what it's all about. And uh, so y- you know, if you would ask me this question ten years ago, I would have been very surprised. But uh, today, uh, you know, it's a different thing. Carolina Hurricanes—they were down to 6,500 season ticket holders about five years ago. They got new ownership in there. 
and now they have 14,000 season ticket holders. Mm. So it's all about how you run the business. Well, and yeah, and try to get a ticket for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, forget it. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah forget it. And uh, now, on the other hand, you can go down to the Miami area for the Panthers game, and you can buy two tickets at once. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's it's just strange, but they've never done it right down in Florida and uh, yeah, down in the Miami area. But, uh, yeah, it, yeah, 10 years ago I would have been shocked. Today, no. Uh, they have a great fan base down there, and I'll guarantee a good portion of them probably form. Podcasts by Federated Media.